welcome to the Pull Apart Podcast. This is Josh Heiser here with... Ha Josh Heiser! This is James Prophet, and we are here with three badass, 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 uh, cowboys. First of all, Nick McGavar! That would be me. And we got... Bill, 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 woo, Bill, McFarland. Oh yeah, how's it going? <laughs> and Joe, woo, ladies, don't open the door because he will blow your house on down. How's it hurt? I'm out. James, do you want to enlighten us on what you were? referencing there you know what tommy will know it that's it it's a rick flair promo in tna where he just was trying to build up three guys and then totally forgot what he was gonna say so like badass badass uh uh cowboys (laughs) (laughs) i mean it works especially for him you know i mean so that's a good word to fall back on if you ever forget what you're going to say to somebody do it in presentation Cowboys. And, and interview. Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Just showing you, uh, Cowboys. <laughs> On my next uh, slide yeah. here, you'll see uh, 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 Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. <laughs> Other great thing in TNA that no one really talked about, but he would do it all the time. He'd always repeat himself, which was great. <laughs> because <laughs> you'd be yelling. And then he'd say something. And then he'd repeat himself. Then he repeat himself again. And I didn't really get the impression that he knew it. He knew it. Josh. 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 <laughs> what do you think about that? Think about that? <laughs> so was that was that okay, so was that intentional? Was that a character thing or was it was that... actually early onset dementia? <laughs> yeah. Or was that like one too many hits coupled with age kicking in? I think it was sort of like they just gave him free reign and he was older and he was only half into it, but he likes ranting and that's just what happened. Got it. Hogan? 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 (laughs) Someone should have like hit him like a skipped record or something like that and just see (laughs) if it like moved to the next track. Perpetual flare. You get booze for two hours straight. Somebody hits him in the back with a folding chair and you just hear that record scratch audio. (laughs) James, you need to produce a a commercial for Perpetual Flair. Tonight's episode was brought to you by Perpetual (laughs) Flair. Maybe we can... Is that a hemorrhoid cream? (laughs) (laughs) Perpetual Flair. (laughs) It'll heal up your feet. (laughs) And get you all tingling elsewhere. (laughs) It will soothe... (laughs) Soothe all, soothe all your woos wherever you got them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ric Flair, the walking, the walking open woo with this trophy display of bruises. It's a dash <laughs> reference. <laughs> I think that would be a perfect way to describe somebody in a derogatory fashion, and just man, that guy's such a per- <laughs> walking open woo. <laughs> <sighs> all right so anyway 
no idea how much of that we'll keep in, but all of it, all of it, keep it in every single bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's week two of our Josh. Is it Camille Hawkins tribute tournament? Um, I'm I'm scared to say any jokes. Um, (laughs) Vice President Elect Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, the one and only. We joke because we all love Kamala Harris. (laughs) So, um, yeah, this is our tribute tournament to her. So yeah, so last time uh, we had. Florence and the Machine. Yes. Take uh, round one, or whatever you call it, the first half. Time they took, half, they took half a tournament. Um, with Shake It Out, not to be confused with Shake It Off. And we're here for part two. So, you guys got any comments before we... Yeah, someone needs to turn on Vibrate. That's my comment. <laughs> I mean, I'll say I like. Uh, there were some songs I didn't like this tournament, but I the ones I liked I really loved, and I think there were about eight songs in this half that I didn't just like, but freaking in love with. Can you make them your ringtone? Any of them? None of them for my ringtone. They're all my. <laughs> Does that help? I took screenshots of the videos. Nice. James, I could have swore you had that Rihanna song on there as your ringtone. Bitch, better have my money. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's perfect. You know, it's funny. We've that's talked about just... Go, go, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, it, that's perfect. Like, you just could have used the lyrics of that song as your advice at the IRS for, for every situation. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that like, an what? SNL sketch? I'm going to get your money. <laughs> your money is not their money. No, it ain't. Um, yeah. I heard uh, that Rihanna song, Stay. Do you guys all know that? No. That one? No. Okay. no. It's the slow song. It's amazing. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, like, man, that'd be a great song for our next tournament. But then I remembered that instead of having that nice, beautiful song, <laughs> we had bitch better my in our first round, so we couldn't do it. <laughs> Are these uh, one and done, you're saying, James? I, that's what we talked about, right? If we do another round. No, I, so, I mean, before we get started, I was listening to, you know, this, this half of the, of the contest, and I was thinking that this is probably, um, I don't know the best way to say, but best half of it because I I pretty much liked all of these songs. So, you know, whereas in the other competitions, there were some obvious songs that I was like, no, pass. You know, there were some, of course, that I liked better than others, but I would say probably out of all the competitions we've had, this one was probably the, uh, the best way I could say, I guess, is strongest half because I thought all the songs were great. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it comes out stormy, too. That first matchup that we have, A's mm. for both. That's so good. Mm. Oh, maybe maybe <laughs> everybody agrees. Well, we will find out, James. With the This was the one that uh, we had picked because 
Kamala likes it. Is that right? Aretha Franklin. So yeah. You better think about what you're saying. You better think about the consequences of your actions. Oh, shut up, woman. You better think. Yeah, this is how we came to this one. So Kamala Harris has a Spotify playlist that she made while she was running for vice president. And in a separate interview, she had said when asked, who's your favorite singer? She named a few. She said, but the one is really Aretha Franklin. Well, she only had one Aretha Franklin song on her Spotify list. So that's the one that we picked as her choice in this. So if we eliminate her first round, we're all kind of chauvinist pigs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to vote against it eventually, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. that. So, yeah, so we got Kamala competitor, but I think it's got a good shot. We got um, Kamala on the line to give us her take on think. Um, But that goes up against creep show. Yep. Which I'm assuming is Bill. Yeah. Um, the Creep Show with The Garden. Yeah. There's a still morning light in the garden where you lay out through the night. Through these poison nightmares, have you set yourself free with thoughts and dreams of what you're gonna be? Kamala, you're up. Anybody Thanks, want guys. to do an impression? <laughs> I really love Aretha Franklin. I could have swore she was going to get on here and sing This is the Greatest Show. <laughs> That's also on our Spotify. That dead on impression. That, yeah. That's a little too on the nose. I'm not going to sing This is the Greatest Show. So, yeah, so, so James kind of said where we got that one from. So, if Bill, you want to give your take on the creep show? Yeah, I I can't remember if this was a. I want to say this is probably like a Pandora playlist thing that popped up, and then I sought it out on YouTube, and this was the song that made me fall in love with this band. I just love it so much. Uh, the I'm drawing a blank on their names now, but the the singers, ah, crap, shit, sorry. I think, no, their last name is Blackwood, I think, but I could be wrong, whatever. But uh, the two sisters, they're just incredible. And I was just completely taken by this band because I had never really heard anything like it before. And, you know, um, yeah, I just absolutely love it. But... uh, I have to vote against it. Like as much as I hate voting against my own song, I cannot vote against think. And I especially cannot vote against this version of it. 
from the freaking Blues Brothers, one of my favorite all-time freaking movies. I love this scene. I love how at the beginning they're having that argument because Jake and Elwood want to take him off for the band again. And she's like, no, you're going to stay here. And he's like, oh, shut up, woman. And then it just like busts out to the song. I freaking love it. The saxophone player being cut off on the on the countertop is amazing. Um, and I, I wanted to throw this in because I just thought it was super cool. But they were talking about how one of the more challenging aspects of filming this movie was they would have all the musicians perform the song while they were filming. But, you know, for sound quality and everything else, John Landis wanted them to record it again in the studio. And it was it was cool because he said, like, in an interview that the one artist he had the hardest time with was Cab Calloway at the end when he was singing Minnie the Moocher because, you know, every performance was different, like, because they're singing it with so much emotion and soul and everything else which was great, but it played hell with them trying to sync up with the filming that they had done. So he had them, you know, all the artists like sing the song over and over again until they got the best audio version that would sync up with what they filmed. And Cab Calloway had the hardest time doing that. And, you know, they apparently argued back and forth. He's like, I just really need you to try it again so it syncs up better with how you sang it on stage. And I thought that was kind of a cool approach that he, you know, wanted like a better audio for it, but then ran into that problem of like syncing it up of how they sang it the first time around. So, yeah, I got to vote Blues Brothers because, like I said, that movie will forever have my heart. And I love that scene because at the end of it, like I hate that the video clip cut out like they do this big musical number. And then he's like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. Like, and just leaves with Jake and Elwood. <laughs> then he's just like, leaves her, and it's it's hilarious. So, yeah, that's it. So I'll uh, jump in real quick and say to, to counter Bill that I, I love Aretha Franklin, but Think has never really been of a song of hers that I've I've really cared for that much. It's, it's okay, but I've never really cared for it that much. The Creep Show, however, like ever since Bill introduced us to them – I've I've enjoyed that song on the previous like podcast like I, I thought that was great and this one is great too so I am definitely I keep saying I'm gonna check this band out I'm gonna check and I don't get around to it I'm going to make a concerted effort to check out the creep show because I like what I see and hear so far so that is getting my vote all right I'll go next um I actually love Think. It's my favorite Aretha Franklin song. I think it's fantastic. But to back Nick up too, I fell in love with The Garden. And I texted Bill, like, okay, I get why you love Creep Show. This song is amazing. And he wrote back, this was the first song that I heard by them. So, yeah, Bill, I get it. Totally get why you looked more into them. Because I want to, after this song too, um, I really expected to vote for aretha to go pretty far but i love the song so i'm also voting for the creep show Ooh. comes down to the brothers heiser to settle this it's two to one joseph hello um i would say i did like the the creep show song a lot i'll probably actually go with it because i don't really care for the think song, I mean, 
better think call about what a, you're saying. Call me a racist misogynist, but doesn't do it. You're me. a racist misogynist. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Love you, buddy. But yeah, that's about it. I mean, I just think it's kind of like repetitive and boring, and we get it. Kind of like the Blues Brothers as a whole. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, come on, come on! <laughs> you gonna take that, Bill? You gonna take that? Well, all right, he's gonna take it. <laughs> it's with mixed emotions that Blues Brothers loses out here, but I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, nice. Josh, so, yeah, I, you can. I was gonna vote for the Creep Show as well. Um, wow. When I saw wow. saw the matchup, when I saw the matchup on the bracket, I was like, surely I'll pick Aretha Franklin because I like her. Don't and, call me Shirley. Didn't care for the creep show the first time around. Um, but yeah, listening to both of them, I like that song better. Just plain and simple. Awesome. Sorry. Sorry, Is this Kamala. the first time that's ever happened? Jeez, I didn't know we had the a bunch only, of Republicans on this podcast. Dang. The only vote that the song that Lost got was the one who, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I think this crazy. is a first. All right. We'll see if we have another upset with a, a powerhouse in our Great next segment, matchup. Josh. Thank you. Um, I do this for a living. So, <laughs> um, with Adele with Skyfall, which was Nicholas. Skyfall. <laughs> 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 Against uh, Regina Spector with real love, which was Joseph. Yes, it was. Seems that all I really was doing was waiting for love. No need to be afraid. No need to be. It's real love, yes, it's real love. Oh, it's real love, yes, it's real love. Nicholas, take it away. Yeah, so it's already been pointed out to me on the uh, first edition of this podcast that I picked the worst Adele song, in some people's opinions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in... <laughs> In retrospect, there are many Adele songs I, I could have picked that are far better than this one, um, even in my opinion. Um, I don't know if it's just because I was compiling this playlist late at night. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But essentially, when when selecting songs for these podcasts, I, I like going with a song that's not like, oh, yeah, I know that, and I've heard it a billion times. Yeah, I know this was a song from a James Bond movie. It was the theme song to Skyfall. But 
I guarantee you none of us have heard it as much as Rolling in the Deep. That's where I knew it from. God. Oh, oh yeah. I, I couldn't place it. Oh, man. But I also, though, I just I like um, Adele's interpretation of a theme song for James Bond. It's it's very dark. It's very moody. Yeah, it's probably not written by her. I don't know. I haven't researched it because it just it's not that creative as, of a song. But it's just not her typical song either. I still like it, which makes me like it even more since it's atypical to what she normally does. Um, her her skill is just out of this world. Um, I'm I'm not, and I know that this being a female vocalist, female uh, singer podcast, this whatever. I'm not typically a huge fan of the the female lead singer. Um, And that's not a dudes do it better. It's just a, when it's, I don't know. There's got to be something there. Um, Something extra to me. And Adele's got something extra. She has just phenomenal skill. Uh, All the other women I've submitted on this, they all have that something extra to me. But Adele was my number one pick for a reason. I'm in awe of her talent. Um, and yeah, so that's why I picked this song. I, although I fully expect it to get voted out to Regina Spector as soon as I saw that matchup, I was like, it's, yeah, I'm fucked. So whatever. <laughs> we do all love John Lennon, right guys? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a saint. Joseph? <laughs> oh, that was a great one, Josh. The reason I chose this song, <laughs> um, wow, nothing. Uh, I I couldn't find my uh, cricket soundboard. Sorry. I was just trying to do Josh's segues. Um, yeah. So this song I found so- back when Ash and I were dating, and when we got engaged, we decided to do. <clears throat> only Beatles songs, or I guess technically John Lennon in this case, in our wedding. Bill, you remember. Josh, you were there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that thing. So this was this was one that I put in the, the, we put in the wedding. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I don't even honestly know that I've ever heard the John Lennon version because this was oh, on a... Fuck. This was on a Instant Karma, which was a bunch of covers of John Lennon songs, and that's where I first heard it. So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, so I'll vote for Regina Spector, Real Love. Uh, I love that song, and like I said, I was not a huge fan of the song Skyfall, even though Adele is awesome. And the John Lennon version is great, too, Joseph, so check it out. Go check it out. Don't know if you've ever heard of this John Lennon, so you should uh, look into it. Was he the the original frontman of the Rolling Tones? <laughs> That's Rolling Tones. The, the Rylan Tones. Sorry, Rylan Tones. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Right. He was the solo frontman for the Beatles. <laughs> Did all the writing. And the it's weird thing. that they chose someone who couldn't sing at all to be the frontman. I know. Right? <laughs> Hey, it worked for Toad the Wet Sprocket, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did it, though? 
awesome. You know, with the way this conversation has gone, I revealed that one of my considerations for an intro was to rewrite the uh, remix to Ignition as the remix to Ignition John Lennon edition. Oh, and he abandoned his children. And it's something about beating him and abandoning his children. You must Because he about. got murdered? <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. I will voice the... Uh, gosh, I think I might like Skyfall better than anybody else here so far. It's... I would argue that if there is a better Adele song than Skyfall, there are no more than three, and even those are in debate. I love Skyfall. I texted this to the group this week, but when she sings This Is The End, I freaking believe it, man. <laughs> and <laughs> it ends, I wouldn't be surprised if guys are like, okay, Adele, you're on. And just it's her voice booming from the sky going, this is the end. It's amazing. I love it. I think it's probably the best James Bond song I've ever heard. So, yeah, I, man, I've always liked this song. First time I heard it, it blew me away. So I'm voting for Adele. I didn't really so like the right. song either, and I like Regina Spector. So. I, I failed to say in mine that even though I love Regina Spector, I am going to still vote for mine. All right, Josh. Yeah, pressure's on you. I'm sorry, Joe. Did you say something? I was just going to say, I didn't technically vote either, like just like Nick. So I'm going to vote for Regina Spector because Skyfall is not like a real song. It's just kind of like repeating the title over and over. <laughs> and that's what, that's what Nick likes. She stole saying this is the end all moody like from Jim Morrison. So, well, you know. So what is, uh, so we're Hold tied, on. I think. though, right? What's that? You said Jim Morrison sang it first? Yeah. That's so weird. I've never heard him actually sing. He just seems to like kind of make noise and talk. <laughs> I will walk out. <laughs> walk out of the Skype call. You're a Morrison fan? Yeah. Huge. Oh, you should have heard him? Dude, you should listen to his music. That'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Get you quick. Hey, get it because the doors suck. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell this quick story because Josh is in a hurry. I'm not, um, I never said that. Josh keeps texting me, speed it up, speed it up. I got to get out of here. Um, we went to Paris with my wife and her I parents. Wife. And her parents and her brother and her grandma. And I, I was, was the grandma like, you know, some people think that Adele repeats herself a lot. <laughs> writers on the storm. Three of the first four lines are writers on the storm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> and we went to the, I'm not going to remember the name of it, the big cemetery and where Jim Morrison's buried. And there's like tons and tons of people. And actually, the entire trip, we all like, um, gave a list or gave a bullet point, whatever of things we wanted to make sure we didn't miss so that everybody, everybody got to see what they wanted to see. And I said, I didn't care about anything on the entire trip. I just want to make sure I saw Jim Morrison's grave. So we go there oh. and it closes at quote dark. And so we're walking around forever looking at like, I think the, um, 
Uh, I'm blanking. The, the guy that made the movie with the, the moon and the thing in his eye. Oh, cool, yeah. There. All these old famous writers, and James Joyce was there. No, not James Joyce. Who's the Oscar Wilde? He was there. His was really cool. Anyway, so we're cutting around the path to get to Jim Morrison, and this French lady's like, starts yelling at us to leave. She's like, and you know what's a French call? Les compagnons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we were all kind of spread apart, and Ashley and I were like, let's just book it. She won't, we'll just act like we didn't hear. And so we start walking faster, like away from her. And she's like, no, no, you, you leave. And because she was Asian, I don't know. And um, <laughs> so I explained to her, I'm like, I came from all the way across the world to see this fucking grave. Can you not just let me see it? It'll take two minutes. And I, at some point I mentioned Jim Morrison. She's like, no. No time for Jim Morrison. <laughs> and she made us leave. Oh, so that's like an ongoing joke in her family. No time for Jim Morrison. <laughs> you didn't get to see it? No, we went back the next day and saw it. But that's yeah, a, a fun story. I can't believe you went to freaking Paris and you went to a goddamn cemetery two days in a row. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Cool. <laughs> All right, Bill. It's like the most the famous type. cemetery in the world. Cool. I bet people are dying to get into there. Yeah. You know, how, you know how many? Are you talking about Stanley Kubrick? No. No. no it was oh, yeah. like a really, really, really early. I'll find. Yeah. It. He's not even going to acknowledge that joke, James. Ah, uh, fine. We'll talk because his he believes the moon landing was fake. It's a trip to the moon. Duh. <laughs> so, so I think Bill is the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, that is correct. Yeah, I liked both of these songs, I don't know, kind of equally. Uh, I mean, I would agree with everyone that Adele's great, but this wasn't her best one, so I got to go with Real Love with Regina. Yeah. Uh, you're wrong. It is Adele's best one. It's up there. <laughs> You're all wrong. I, I, I appreciate the vote, James, but I disagree. <laughs> Bastard. All right. Next up, we got Flee the Scene, which is Wire Tap Out, which is Nick. Right, Nick? You are correct. Okay. Versus Janelle Monet with Tightrope, which was me. Nicholas. All right. So, Flee the Scene is a 
not very well-known band um, from back in the day when Screamo first became like uber popular. Um, they are not very well-known because they only have one album uh, before the band decided to just... They didn't really split. They just kind of got into other things like music producing and other projects and whatnot. Um, I got to see this uh, band in concert at the Mad Hatter with Adam and his ex-wife, and it was probably one of the most bonkers concerts I've ever been to because if you've ever been to the Mad Hatter, it was this tiny, tiny hole-in-the-wall club in Covington. Um, the The stage was probably like a foot or two high, um, and there was no barrier between the crowd and the band. It was more like a bar with a stage set up in the corner. So it's this really tight, intimate space, and you're having a a hardcore screamo show there. Um, the I don't know her first name, uh, but the lead singer of Flee the Scene, uh, she it, it's not very common to have a female led hardcore band. Um, I know there are a few out there, but it's not like super super common, especially to have one that does it well. Now. I don't really think she does the screaming, but that's not the majority of the vocals. Now, this this concert was so bonkers because the and this is kind of a diver, uh, a divergent. What I man, I forgot the word. Anyway, um, because the bassist jumps off the stage to, into the crowd and ended up accidentally smacking this girl in the face with his bass guitar and knocking her over. <laughs> and then after their set, he goes and finds her and then ended up sitting with her the rest of the concert because there was, they were like the opening band or something. And so he just sat there and talked with her the rest of the time. And I think he ended up giving her like his bass guitar and stuff because he felt like such a dick. But I also ended up getting kicked in the face of that concert by somebody like in the mosh pit. So that was fun too. Um, but yeah, so this band though, it's, it's just, it was fascinating to me at the time when I first discovered them, that there was this hardcore band with a female lead singer and it should not be that fascinating, but it was just not the norm. Um, I, I immediately went out and got their, their, their CD when I first heard them um, and just fell in love with everything on it. And for years following kept just waiting and expecting, you know, the follow-up album and that never came. So this is kind of like the, I don't know. It's one of those weird experiences of like, you have this great thing and you're like, okay, I want more of it and you can't have more of it. So yeah, that's, I guess that's part of why I love them so much. But, yep, that's what I got. Cool, cool. Um, so, yeah, Janelle Monet. Um, I actually had a really hard time picking a song because I had, like, five that I wanted to send. And I can't, I can't remember what the kind of tipping point was, but I, I know um, some people on the podcast like music videos, so I kind of went with one <laughs> that I really like music video for. Um, it's just a super fun song. She's got way different styles of songs that are like some about, you know, more serious things or whatever. This one's just kind of 
uh, a light-hearted jam, and I love it. It's super catchy. Gets my vote. I did like the song they picked, though, but i got to go with my own on this one. Anybody else? I'll go really quick. I thought they were both I'll I'll vote for Janelle, too. Just, I have nothing bad to say about it, either of them. I'm going to vote for Flee the Scene. And I think I was talking last week, or last episode, about that, Nick, about trying to find screamo bands with female singers. I fully expected to like Josh's song, because I don't, I don't listen to a ton of Janelle, but I like what I've heard. And for some reason, this song really got on my nerves. Um, I'll give it another shot just in case I was in a bad mood. But I'm going to go with Flee the Scene. Joe, real quick, since you did say that there's not a whole lot of female-led screamo bands, there is one other that I had considered putting on here called A Skylit Drive. So that would be one to check out if you want. Nice. Thanks. <clears throat> All right, Bill, tiebreaker again. Wow, yeah, this was a tough matchup because as soon as Flee the Scene turn uh, came on, I was like, man, this is great. And I loved it. I thought the video was fun. But, you know, I was mostly listening to this while I was driving, so I really couldn't pay t- too much attention to it. But, yeah, I thought they were great. Um, I got to go with Janelle Monet because I thought that song was amazing. Like, I just loved the sound of it with the horns and, and everything. So it was, it was really close again. Like I said, this whole half of this competition, I felt like was the strongest out of any that we've ever had, because I thought all the songs were really good. I mean, some more so than others, but this was one of the matchups I was thinking about where I really liked both songs. Um, but I got to go with tightrope. Nice. Bill, if you could call us back to that lost boys song, you picked that one time. Tell us what horns mean to a song. <laughs> like, <laughs> it means oh, people are doing it. Oh, right? people are, yeah, that yeah, that neon light of the '90s lovemaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, as soon as that <laughs> horn starts, well, it, it it's all about how that horn's being blown, though, James. Come on, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who invited Freud? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes a horn is just a horn. Next up, we got the cranberries with promises, which was James. Bridgers with smoke signals, which was me again.
right, James. Okay, promises. I love this song when our friend LT and me used to drive to see our friend Tommy every week. This was also one of the songs on our playlist. And at the part where they kind of hit the guitar chords and the drum the same time, we would always hit the dashboard in sync with it, going like dun 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 dun. Um I love this song and honestly there is a better version of this song that is about a minute and a half longer. It just has the longer cranberry intro that they do for a lot of their songs. It's got more guitar parts in it. The guitar solo is longer. Uh, the do 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 part that they do at the end goes on a little bit longer and has the guitar playing over it more. But I wanted to include this version because the video for the song is so trippy. It's a lot like Tonight Tonight by Smashing Pumpkins. It's got that weird witch thing going on, and then kind of like the uh, Gunslinger tribute for the uh, Stephen King book a little bit there with the man in black, but then it gets overtaken. But instead of, um, I guess the Gunslinger gets overtaken, but the witch is kind of playing the role of uh, man in black there. What? What is the name of the bad guy, the gunslinger, again? Randall Flagg. Randall Flagg, Flag. okay. Yeah. All right, so anyway, well, it reminds uh, Yeah, I mean, he goes by multiple names, but that's who he is. Like like know. in The Stand? Same guy? Yeah, that's, that's what it alludes to. It's like the whole different realities and levels of the tower and all that stuff. So, like... He goes by Martin, and then, like, Randall Flagg, and then the walking dude, and then something else I'm drawing a blank on, if I forgot one or not. But, yeah, that's Sounds all one dumb. the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought, I think that the song rocks, and I thought that uh, most of the people here would enjoy the video, too. So, that's why I picked it. I, I love this song. It's probably, if not my favorite can- Cranberry song, it's gotta be top two or three nice so yeah phoebe bridgers somebody that i heard on npr when this this song was the first one i heard um on her first album and i just freaking loved it and followed her ever since and then she did an album with connor which is awesome um and she's really cool. And th- this song is maybe not my favorite still, uh, but it's up there. And um, I, I like it a lot, although I really like that Cranberry song. And I almost want to vote for it, but I'm going to go with my own. So, yeah. Okay, who's voting next? Um, I thought yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in so I'm not tiebreaker again. I don't want to <laughs> steal that spot too often. I liked I liked both songs again. Um, I got to go back and sorry my crap. I got to like James. You're right. The Cranberry music video was amazing. <laughs> it was just like the gunslinger and spooky witch lady was super cool. Uh, Smoke signals. I loved that music video too because it reminded me of this awesome like cheese ball public domain horror movie called Carnival of Souls. I don't know if you guys have ever <laughs> seen any of it, but it's I don't know if they were going for that look, but it was 100% that look of how the people were and like dancing around and everything. Uh, but I got to go with the cranberries because it's the freaking cranberries. So there you go. Nice. All right, Nick, Joseph. I'm going to go with Phoebe. 
I, I really like her a lot. I like both of these songs a lot, but um, Phoebe's like my new favorite to listen to right now. So I'm going to go with that one. And she has some really great lines in this one. So are we are we down to tiebreaker again? Once again, you're the tiebreaker, Nick. Well, I wouldn't say once again, but... Um, I it's your classic spot almost. Well, you know, that's just because I'm slow to speak. Um, so I, I had never heard either one of these songs. Um, never even heard of Phoebe Bridgers. Um, but I enjoyed them both. Probably going to have to uh, listen to Phoebe Bridgers a little bit more. Just because at, at, with the Cranberries, at the very least, um, I was familiar with Zombie and loved that song. But I, so I had a frame of reference. I didn't have any frame of reference with Phoebe. Um, but I, I can't vote against. I don't even know if I can pronounce her, her name right. Dolores O'Riordan or whatever it is, because that's just yeah. a great, great voice. I mean, you, the accent just makes it so much better. And it's, I, I love James that you picked this version because the video is super trippy. And I'm only saying that because I know it'll annoy certain people on here. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm going with the cranberries. Awesome. That's the one I wanted the most to go on. It's not my favorite of my six, but I, I just love it. It's one of my favorite. I just love that song, but I really wanted that one to advance because I, I just thought you guys would like it. All right. Good choice, Good James. Um, let me pull it up here. Sorry. Next one is me again. Sorry. Um, the Indigo Girls. Shame on you. Can we check your car? Say no, it's funny. I think we were on the same boat back in 1694. And I said, la 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 la. Shame on you. I'll be dancing. La la la. Versus Rihanna with Bitch Better Have My Money. Which was Joseph, right? Yes. Okay. Don't act like you forgot. Like blah blah blah. Pay me what you want it. Don't act like you forgot. Bitch, but I have my money. Bitch, but I have my money. Pay me what you want it. Bitch, but I have my money. Um, so yeah, Indigo Girls. Huge fan. I know from previous discussions that not everybody is on the pod. And so I was basically trying to pick a song that I thought people would like. Um, it's one of my very favorites, but it's not as like, um, I don't know, quiet or like, for lack of a better word, girly <laughs> as some of their, their other ones. And this one's just super fun. I love it. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna vote for it because I really didn't like the other song. But what? Yeah, up to you, Joseph. Oh, you're crazy. Um, this song is my. When people joke like, "Oh, this song is my jam," this this song is my jam. Every time I get fired up in the car, or 
yeah, pretty much just fired up in the car. Um, I put this on. I, us poor Apple Music bastards don't have a cool end of year thing. Um, but if the, if we did, I think this would probably be my most played song. Um, it's just so much fun. It's also like really a like good song to feel like Dan the Man. We get in all these discussions at work. Either me and Josh or me and my coworkers or something about how we're getting screwed out of a bonus or screwed out of this or screwed out of that. And so I always <laughs> reference this song. Um, it's just it's so much fun. And Indigo Girls are one of my all-time favorite bands. Hands down. I don't entirely love this song. Like, it's fine. But I like the slower, deeper emo songs better. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick my song. What? I'm sorry. Big ghost next time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I had a sure bet with three fans, but well, you should have picked a better song. All right, Josh. Shame on you. Is the so I've mentioned before that uh, the first radio station I think that I maybe really fell in love with. Um, was this alternative station called Channel Z in Cincinnati. And listening to that, there were two Indigo Girls songs they'd play quite a bit. One was called Least Complicated, and the other one was this one, Shame on You. So that was my first exposure to the Indigo Girls. They're also one of my favorite bands. I love them. Uh, It's funny, my wife and I both have, like, that's sort of our main couple band. We have three different mixes of the indigo girls that we go through so we have like about 50 favorite indigo girls songs and again this was one of my first loved it right away still love it like 30 years later and i didn't also didn't like bitch better have my money i I think right at the beginning i was kind of annoyed because she's like naked and then she's also trying to do this empowerment song like okay you can't have it both ways this is this yeah is... let the man tell the woman how she can be empowered uh, okay you know what fair enough fair enough <laughs> 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 I, I, I retract my statement I can see it's <laughs> I'm just playing I'm just playing dog I'm, playing dog. <laughs> I'm still voting for the Indigo Girls I did I didn't <laughs> better have my money but i will say it's catchy as crap because it's been in my head for two weeks now <laughs> i love how joseph complained about somebody repeating themselves and that's literally all she says in the song uh no it's not she has like other lines in the chorus bill nick what do you guys got if we're gonna get about repetitions let's like stick to the doors because literally every song they have they repeat a line like 50 <laughs> times <laughs> Riders on the storm. At least it's in a really like low, monotone, terrible voice, you know. <laughs> like I have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh Nick, what about you, man? Oh I honestly didn't really enjoy either one of these songs. I I've never been I'm I'm probably the person that uh, Josh was referring to. I've never been a fan of the Indigo Girls. I I 
I will. I'm gonna vote for Rihanna though because I dislike it less, and even though it's a shitty song, I like a good revenge song. So it, it at least gets that nod. It's not a good revenge song, but it's a revenge song. All right, uh, Bill, what you okay. got? Uh man, I really don't know. I don't know because I think I think if I were to choose which one I would want to listen to again. I would probably go with Indigo Girls, even though I'm not, like, a fan. I just felt like Bitch bitch Better Have My Money was just way too repetitive. And it just kind of got on my nerves after a bit. You know, so I liked it all right. I thought it was, you know, a cool song. But then after a point, it's like, okay. I heard that a few times already. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to go with Indigo Girls. But it's not like... A strong. It, it was. I guess I'm gonna go with Indigo Girls versus uh, Nick's. Uh, that was the one I hated the least. So, <laughs> yes, that's how that matchup went down. <laughs> right. All right. The interrupters with gave you everything. Was that you, Nick? That was mine. Bill. Yeah. Happy okay. Bill. Versus Ingrid Michaelson with Girls Chase Boys. Was that you, James? That was me, yeah. too much to say i just really like this band you know they were a i can't remember when i first heard them and i just really like this song i thought it was like a cool you know empowerment breakup song whatever uh i i like her voice i thought the music video was fun um yeah that was it pretty much it not too much to say just fun song fun band all right, so before I talk about mine, I'll say I really love the Interrupter song, too. The music video was, like, out of 1991 or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was super fun, and the song's great. I really love Girls Chase Boys. I think it's up there with almost, like, what a near-perfect pop song should be. It's just sort of empty and catchy, and the video is a send-up of the Addicted to Love video by Robert Palmer a long time ago, except they're exploiting men for like the first two and a half minutes of it, and then they start exploiting both sexes, and it's kind of all tongue-in-cheek, but I love the song. I think it's catchy as crap, and I'm surprised it wasn't a bigger hit than it was. Um, so yeah, I'm voting for Ingrid Michaelson here, but I liked the other song too. Yeah, I really like that song too, James. I thought it was fun. Are you voting for your own? 
Yeah, I'm going to vote for my own, just because I didn't like how that video rectified Ben. I think we've had enough of that. <laughs> I, will I mean, say we're, we're much more than our bodies. I just think, you know, it's time that the world sees it that way. Yeah, I'm not just a piece of meat, okay? Right. All I'm saying is that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I loved the video. I thought it was super clever, all the love stuff. And I showed it to Steph, like, isn't this cool? And she said, you know, Shania Twain kind of did the same thing already. And then I looked it up, <laughs> kind of did. Oh. <laughs> she took the wind out oh, of the stairs a little bit with it. Yeah, awesome. what the hell is our um, problem? Where's Shania on this playlist? Come on, guys. Uh, she was literally one of my honorable mentions. Oh, oh yeah, you it. had a big crush on her our freshman year of college, didn't you? Yeah, who the hell didn't? Still do. <laughs> I have a crush on Shania Twain. You could build a house in her hair. It's so freaking big. <laughs> Man, her hair. Mm. Well, we just got an insight to one of James's fetish. <laughs> Can I build a house with hair? That's why he that's loves all those hair bands. <laughs> oh, oh, man. oh, it makes sense. All right, James, New Van so Halen. Out of out of all the members of Van Halen, who in, in whom's hair or whatever I should say it, would you like to build a house? I would say that was a bad thing that she had giant hair. Not good. <laughs> oh, oh, it sounded like it was a good thing that you wanted to build a house in it. Sorry. No, no. Oh, no, oh that makes sense because because you like the whole uh, Sinead O'Connor look, don't you, James? I do like the Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> for Vendetta. You know what I'm talking about. Beef <laughs> <laughs> for Vendetta, man. All right. Um, so Girls Chase Boys moves on. Next matchup. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to vote for the Interrupters. I I actually like Ingram Michelson a lot. Um but I hate the song. So I guess it's kind of like Joseph with the Indigo Girls. If you had picked a different one, could have had me, James. I almost picked Winter's song, that song that she does with Sarah Bareilles. Wouldn't have had me on that one either. <laughs> <laughs> I will so, jump in and say that uh, I also am going to be voting for the Interrupters. I Wow. Yeah, I I too am a, 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 a when I saw that uh, Ingrid Michaelson was on here, I was like, yeah, Ingrid, but I'd not heard this song, which is odd because it sounds kind of like a very poppy, like radio friendly song, and I think that's why it wasn't really my bag because I'm not into super poppy songs. Um, the Interrupters, um, their their cover um, of Billie Eilish was, and I know Joe will kill me for this, a far better version of the song than Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah. True. Um, yeah. So, False. like, every now and then when, like, I can't think or say the word duh now without thinking of that video. Um, or that <laughs> song. <laughs> video. Um, but, yeah, so... The Interrupters, this was the second song of theirs that I'd ever heard, and I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it because, even more so because I thought they were kind of like a ska band, and this was more of a punk song, kind of a la modern-day Five Iron Frenzy, less less ska, more punk. So, yeah, it was a fun song, and I liked it. That gets my vote. Cool. 
So, I don't think my vote matters, does it? But Does it ever? I will use my time to say, James, this is my vengeance for Neil Young. You talk about <laughs> taking <laughs> Manny's <laughs> a maid. <laughs> Manny's a maid all literally. She's she's basically no. saying only only straight people matter. And she claims to be this big LGBT ally. Um, she even has a quote about this song where she was like, obviously only boys don't only chase girls and girls don't only chase if it's so obvious, put it in the fucking song, you dumb bitch. How about that? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your anger feeds me. <laughs> Not to mention the song is so goddamn obnoxious. Like it's just <laughs> awful, and the video is awful. And Shania did it first. <laughs> I hope the song burns in hell. <laughs> I love so it. So, what are you voting oh. for, Jess? I'm voting for uh, Ingrid Michaels. <laughs> no, actually, I had never heard. The, I don't think I'd ever heard the Interrupters before. They just sound like one of those bands that you hear in like, you know, referenced in High Fidelity or something. But um, they were fantastic. I really enjoyed them. They felt like a, a punkier version of Rebecca St. James, which to me is a good thing. Um, <laughs> especially the video. That is a What's great. That? That's the second episode now that Rebecca St. James has come up as a. <laughs> She's going to be on the second girls uh, tournament. <laughs> yeah, I like that song. So I'm gonna vote for it because it's not a steaming pile of hot garbage. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, James, do you have anything you want to say back to Joseph? <laughs> nope. All I will right. take all of that. After the Neil Young, I will just keep my mouth shut and say that is <laughs> one way to look at like it. Like a opinion. <laughs> I'll just take the variable use like a maid would. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're against maid, maybe. That's what he went. Well, James, did you know that he had like a double meaning, though, in his song? (laughs) Well, I think we covered that. Like, he wanted someone to boss around, but also to clink. (laughs) Yeah, some people have uh, like two meanings. Three meanings. It'd be cool if Ingrid even just had one, but I guess that's too much. Well, um, <laughs> All right, next up, we have Rilo Kylie, a better son slash daughter. Talk about gender assignments, Joseph. Um, <laughs> Versus Sarah McLaughlin possession, which was James. Uh oh. Uh oh. Voices trapped in Memories trapped in. Thunderdome. Okay, gotta play nice. All right, Joe, go for it, man. 
Joseph, explain um, your stupid song. <laughs> I just... Rilo Kylie, James mentioned earlier that Indigo Girls are like a couple band for him and stuff. That's how Rilo Kylie is for um, me and Ashley or anything. Uh, Jenny Lewis doesn't have to just be Rilo Kylie. And I was going through all my favorites, trying to pick which one. This isn't my all time favorite, but it is one that doesn't get enough love. Not that they're like on the radio or anything, but. Um. Yeah, it's a good song. It's not super uh, upbeat, but it's good stuff. And I love Sarah McLaughlin. So, but I'm still voting for Rallo Kylie. Okay. All right. Cool. I like. Um. I really didn't know Rallo Kylie until that other tournament where um, you picked one of their songs and. Yeah, so I looked into them some. Rattle Kylie's pretty cool. I figured, I always figured I'd like them. This isn't my favorite thing by them. I thought it was a little, like you said, it was a little slow. I thought it was a little low key, which is odd because I'm about to totally gush about this song that's just the piano. But I love the song. I always have. Uh, this version, there's actually. The single for this song was not just her and a piano. It has, like, instrumentation. And when she does it at concert, she does it with, like, three electric guitarists and really kind of rocks it out. But the hidden track on the album this is on is just her and a piano. The reason I picked this version in this tournament is because I kind of wanted everybody to catch the meaning of it. And the host of the show she's on ask her what it's about. And she kind of uncomfortably says, like, it's about being so obsessed with somebody that you might do something violent. And then she gives this, like, great smile that just says, like, please don't ask a follow-up question. <laughs> and the guy goes, like, oh, oh, very well then. Okay. Okay. So Sarah McLachlan, ladies and gentlemen. And um, she does this song. I think the piano version of Possession is absolutely haunting. Uh, the lyrics are amazing. She wrote it based off the ex- experience she had, where uh, this was kind of the album that sort of got her on the alternative stations, uh, more mainstream, the more the more widespread alternative stations in the United States. So then the next album was like the bigger one. But she was around in Canada. She had become successful enough to where she had two stalkers, and she had to get restraining order. She had to go to court you know this whole James, week. why didn't you just leave her alone dude <laughs> it wasn't you know, I never quite figure it out but was that uh, was that around the time when you had to switch from her to van halen <laughs> <laughs> van halen's like yes we've got a stalker <laughs> <laughs> you can live in our hair anytime dude <laughs> build a house up there man but this song's amazing i hope like it <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so this was. Oh, can I say one more thing? No, go no. for it. Right, she wrote this song because she's badass. So when the whole soccer thing happened, it like freaked her out, obviously. And she just wrote this song, sort of just like kind of take control of the situation. Like, I can't run from it. I'm not going to be afraid of it. I'm going to use this to do something. And what she did, she said, then she found out that with her, any woman 
that she would talk to who's had any level of success at all has been in this situation to some degree. And like offhandedly, she said, like, you know, like I'm talking like local news anchors up to people who will have way more success than I'll ever have, have all been in this situation. If you're a woman, which is, and like she said, like, and my brother was really mad to me. He said, like, you shouldn't do this. It just gives them more power. But I felt like it was taking power back that they had taken from me by doing it. And the fact that she made it a single even, I thought, like, that's so cool. Just not running at all. So anyway, what were you going to say, Bill? No, I I had no idea that was the context of this song until this video. And it completely, you know, I never really listened to the lyrics that closely. But it completely changes everything when you find out that it's about a freaking stalker. Um, so I thought that was, okay, well... I don't I don't think the idea that she had to experience freaking stalkers was awesome. But I really liked that intro where the British dude is like this complete doofus. (laughs) And you can tell like he's kind of cut off guard that she's like, yeah, it's about being obsessed with somebody and to the point of doing something violent, you know, and then he's just like, all right, move. You know, so I thought that was super interesting. I had no idea that song was about that. She, I mean, Sarah McLaughlin has a ton of fucked up songs, to be fair, but this is, I don't know, it's just great. The way it sounds, it's just hearing the piano, lyrically just gives it this whole other depth, I think, that I really, really love. But One of Bill, the more fucked up songs where she's like, love kicking dogs, malnourishing them is great. <laughs> I that. Uh, here we go. So, James was... So this song, did it come, I was just wondering, like, with her, how she was handling her stalkers, and that song that she wrote that she used in our other one about the the heel turn that was seven minutes long, was that her response, figuring that she could just, like, bore them to death, and they would just, like, move on to somebody else? (laughs) That one would have been pre-stalking. Maybe oh, gotcha. That would have been an effective strategy, since you all hated that song. (laughs) Right. Sarah McLaughlin, if you ever hear this, I so love that song. <laughs> They're like, shit, we don't have time for this. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta try somebody else. <laughs> also, have you ever like heard her kind of make jokes about her fame? Because she, she has like a few different things where she does that pretty regularly. <laughs> no. All right. So, like on South Park, they did an episode about that um, pet commercial charity that she has and yeah. it was personal how depressing it is and she did the voice of her own character on that episode oh, that's and awesome i was like hi i'm sarah mclaughlin i was famous for six months ten years ago did you <laughs> that's awesome and then that's there's awesome. the portlandia episode where um amy man is like a house cleaner for this couple yeah and then she like oh, I love that one. Out. Yeah, and Sarah McLaughlin is trimming the hedges. Yep. And then there's a uh, Josh sent me this Twitter thing the other day where I think it was was it a couple of comedians, Josh? This was a few months ago. I, I'm blanking on what you're talking okay. about. So what it was is like these two women were talking about being in quarantine and not getting to go get coffee every morning. And how that's, like, such a sacrifice, like, kind of jokingly. Once they're like, yeah, we should start a charity called White Women Who Can't Get Coffee Every Morning. And then Sarah McLaughlin chimed in, so like, hey, if you need a theme song, DM me. 
<laughs> oh man. And she should do that. Like that that would be amazing. All right. So wait, who'd you vote for, Bill? Who did I vote for? Phoebe Bellers. Yeah, I I really thought that was super cool with uh, Sarah McLaughlin and the, the meaning of that. But the I have to admit when the but that's why you have to vote son, for better son and daughter started out. It's like, oh man, this freaking because I kind of like that that megaphone sound like. I was like, man, is the whole song going to be this? And then it kicked in, and I thought it was super cool. And I and I looked up the lyrics because it's just so freaking good. And I love the the line that killed it for me was, uh, and sometimes when you're on, you're really fucking on, and your friends they sing along with you and they love you. Like, not to get too sappy, but I immediately thought of you assholes and like. <laughs> That's, you know, like how great you guys Why? are. And like, and when, you know, cause we all have those moments and like when you're on, like you have those people around you. And then like, it also speaks to the other side of it when it says, but the lows are so extreme that the good seems fucking cheap. It's like, and that's another thing that we can all resonate with it. Like, you know, when you're on and on fire, like it's fucking great, but the lows are so fucking low sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, this song, it, it's one of those, I would say if I had to make a list of all the songs out of all the tournaments we had that had lyrics that are just like, man, that's fucking it right there. 100% like this would be on that short list. Uh, so I got to go with that one. Yay. I'll make you a mixtape, Bill. There we go. And I want it to be on an actual tape. I actually do have a mix of all of yeah. her stuff from all of her different bands, but you're not on Apple Music, right? No. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Cool. He said he wants an actual tape. Yeah, Magnavox. Well, I don't have a boombox. Yeah. <laughs> boombox. <laughs> Break out your ghetto blaster and get to recording. Hell yeah. So I'll... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I'll I'll go next since we had a an awkward pause that we normally have. Um, I like I I love to shit on Sarah McLaughlin because I know James loves her so much. And I've, exactly. Oh, that way. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> oh man, get out of the bushes, Bill. Um, <laughs> yeah, mostly because of that fucking ASPCA commercial. But anyway, um, I actually really did enjoy this this song. I I know it was a single, so I've heard it before, but it just has never really been part of my consciousness. I've been fleetingly aware. Um, the the whole story behind it kind of adds a layer to it, but of course that's just now new information to me because you know not listening to the lyrics blah 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 um but yeah i just i i i think she's got a great voice um not typically a big fan of just a singer and a piano but i i did really kind of enjoy the song that being said um rilo kylie 
Um, just the opening drum line to this was straight out of a Ken Burns documentary to me, which was fucking awesome. And speaking of that, the the a good insertion of the word fuck in a song, just properly done, just adds so much. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rilo Kali. Dude, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what would you rather have? The word fuck or something that is ten different kinds of fucked up? Yeah, but that's asking me to think. I don't want to think. <sighs> what is the deal with all this thinking? <laughs> She's sick of you right now. <laughs> <sighs> Does break Sorry, my heart. Buddy. It's okay, Josh. I hate to take your breath away. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like Rilo Kylie, um, fine, but I don't like this song. What? So I'm going to vote for Sarah McLaughlin, even though it's a lost cause. Oh, that's my partner. I love 90s, Josh. Nineties forever, James. Nineties forever. <laughs> Big hug. I need, thank you. I needed that. You know what's weird, James? Is I freaking hated this song. I was just being nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> I still love you, though. Damn you, sir. Oh. All right. Uh, but I really did not like the Rilo Kiley song. I wasn't lying, so... And my vote really didn't matter. I wasn't lying about that either. <laughs> um, last Matt like Rallo Kylie. Yeah, I'm, so, I, I'm surprised by that. What, what about that song? Didn't you like? Yeah, I, bitch. I thought it was boring, and I thought oh. the uh, I thought the I actually thought the F word was a low hanging fruit version of when you put an F word. I was well, like, you oh, you're that with Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right. I thought you liked the new album. No, I loved it. Josh and I were just talking about how sometimes, well, Josh probably doesn't want me to reveal that he thinks she's fallible, but sometimes it seems a little like forced when like a preteen says the F word just because they're allowed to. Is Taylor Remember Swift? Josh, a- you said she was a big poser. No. You're getting it all wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, last one up, Feist with I Feel It All, which was Nicholas. Yes, sir. On my head, Versus St. Vincent, uh, Digital Witness, which was me again.
Okay, so Feist was kind of a last-minute addition to me, or for me, I should say, because I she's one that I've I've liked, but I and I know some of her songs, but I've never really. I'm the old guy that still buys CDs. I've never old owned one of her albums, we'll say. So it took me a while to come up with a Feist song that I wanted to put in here and like you all gave me some good suggestions and james that was it you that suggested i feel it all yeah that was me uh, yeah so it, i kind of came down to like the the suggestions and like i think one or two that i had pulled up and so i was just kind of listening to these on a loop one day and this is just a really fun song it's i mean there's not a lot of substance here i don't think and i could be wrong but like many of her songs, it does sound like something that could be an Adele commercial, but and I'm sure it probably is in some commercial somewhere, but I just really enjoy it. It's a good listen. So, yeah, that's all I got. Um, I will say that this St. Vincent song is... I love this song. I, I kind of hate that I didn't think to pick St. Vincent because of this song. So, you know, do what you will. Yeah. Well, it's weird, Nick, because I actually love Feist, too, so I was kind of like, uh, one that I like, um, I might vote for that one, but I am a big fan of St. Vincent. I like, um, I feel like she always swings for the fences, and, like, sometimes it's not for me, like, it's a strikeout, right? But this one, I felt like, is a home run, so... I love this song. Um, the video is cool, right, guys? It's the best video tournament. And <laughs> uh, I love a good video. I just like, like I feel like it's um, a really overdone message that everybody talks about. It just felt like how we're all on our phones and ignoring life, but like it doesn't feel like, at least to me, the sledgehammer <laughs> of just like we get it. You know, I feel like it's actually. Um, meaningful and i just like it a lot so i don't know i i, I kind of want to reserve my right to vote so i don't have to be the tiebreaker but i guess that doesn't make sense does it hmm nick are you voting for your own we could just vote for each other's call it a wash uh Yeah, I think I am probably going to vote for St. Vincent. Okay, I'll vote for Feist. Okay, <laughs> cancel each other out. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm voting for St. Vincent. It's a far superior song. St. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent fan, Joe? I am. I actually showed, showed Josh St. Vincent. Yeah, and, Joseph uh, gets the credit. Did get the credit. And... She has a master class right now teaching creative songwriting, if anybody wants to check that out. I'm a big mm. fan of master class. This episode brought to you by master class. <laughs> Ric Flair's opened woo. <laughs> <laughs> How to open and keep your woo open for days on end. <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair's class could be like how to obviously hint 
at something sexual and then spell it out anyway just to be obnoxious. <laughs> so the last time McLaughlin song was uh, is I still listen to my iPod. I don't pay for a music service. I still do my iPod. It's one of the 10 most played songs on my iPod. I Feel It All by Feist is also one of the 10 most played songs in my iPod, 10 or 15, at least. Um, so, yeah, I loved Digital Wilderness. It was awesome. I love the anti-social media stuff in it. It's great, but I'm going to vote for Feist. All right, I'll go. I had never heard either one of these songs before now. Um this was my first St. Vincent song that I had heard, and I loved it. I got to go with it just because I thought, the, okay, there we go. Make fun of me. But the video was fun and, like, over the top and just bizarre. <laughs> you watch the like, video? Yeah, you know, so it's – but I thought the Feist video was great, too. Like, I don't know. That's not all of it, but I just – like, I'm going to go St. Vincent just because she's brand new to me, and I thought the song was great. And the video helped even more so, so that's what I'm going for. One thing Rock I will say about St. Vincent is you can, at least in this song, you can definitely see the influence of the talking heads in it. And I think it's wonderful that she and David oh, nice. burned in a song together. Oh, that's so cool. What's it called? I think they what, did a whole album. album? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Gosh. All right. St. Vincent moves on. You fool. So, first up in the second round, we got The Creep Show versus Regina Spector. Dun dun dun. Creep Show. Regina Spector. Creep Show. Regina. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Yeah, Nick. it's not my favorite Reg- Regina song, so I'm going to go with The Creep Show. Oh, Sorry. yeah. Oh, it has to be your favorite. To pick it. No, it doesn't have to be my favorite, but to beat (laughs) this song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. Um, Janelle Monet versus the Cranberries. 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 Janelle. Come on, guys. Jeez. Do it for Kamala. (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? Kamala can't like the Cranberries? Well, you know. Man, I, I, I'm really struggling if I, if I vote against them, I feel like I'd be voting against like my generation. But I gotta go with tightrope. I thought no, that song was don't. super. I just thought it was super fun. That is no, are you sure you to the, I'm sorry. Are you sure you to the right song? James, it's okay. No, it's the not. The cranberries. James, Nick okay. bless of course, Nick voted for the cranberries. Hey, you know hey. what I mean. I like the Irish. Okay. Tightrope's great, by the way, but come on, come on, good job. <laughs> Next up, the Indigo Girls versus the Interrupters. 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 Indigo you Girls. Should time that sooner. Indigo Girls. Yeah. Interrupting Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that right? Interrupting um, Cal. Who? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> last up, Rilo Kylie versus Saint Vincent. Rilo Kylie. Oh Rilo man. Kylie. Saint, Saint Vincent. Vincent. So to you, Nick. It's Saint Vincent. Uh, Sorry, I love I love that Rilo Kylie song, but I really love that Saint Vincent song. 
Next up, we have Creep Show versus Cranberry. Cranberry, sorry. Creep Show. I can't believe I'm going to do this. The Creep Show. Uh, my Creep Show song is a new favorite, but I'm voting for the Cranberries. Cranberries, okay. people, come on. Do you have ears? Just <laughs> <laughs> act like all of this is like, you know, personal math. Math, like if you're it's easy. Um, Indigo Girls versus St. Vincent. St. Vincent. Song alone. St. Vincent. Vincent. Indigo. <laughs> Ghost. Okay. St. Vincent won, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, So the uh, Sacrificial Lamb Award is Cranberries versus St. Vincent. (laughs) So the Cranberries. Sorry, St. Vincent. St. Vincent. Nice. Nice. Josh, what about you, man? Um... I don't know. I do, think, I do think this specific matchup of these songs is tough, but I would go with St. Vincent. That means in the finals, we got... Let's just take a minute to clap for Josh. That was an unexpected win. If, I mean, at least in my opinion. Well done, Josh. Yeah, that was good. Well, it's not over. I'm going to lose because it's up against Florence and the Machine. Right, but that's Shake it off. Shake it out. I'm going to go with St. Vincent just because. I'm going with St. Vincent because it's the better song. I got to keep a Florence. Like, that's who I'm going with. I mean, she belongs in the Pantheon for a reason. Hmm. I'm not sure, James. What about you? I really love that St. Vincent song. It. This was brought up with... um, only children versus it may have been the Florence and the Machine song, or maybe the Killer song in the last tournament, where it's kind of that thing where it's like something new that you really love versus an old favorite. Yeah, <clears throat> I almost, I think at the end of the day, I'd probably, if I can project, I'd listen to Shake It Off more in the future. So I'll vote for that, but I know in the next couple months I'll probably <laughs> sing Vincent more. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to make this easy for me. Nick, please. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with the upset and say St. Vincent. Yeah. What? Come yep. on. There's a new queen in town. <laughs> so just, how many tournaments have you won now? I don't know. Um, I think only two, right? Maybe three. I don't know. I think it was on three. I've only I, won one. I've only won one. one. That's all that matters. One. I've won zero. I, I haven't even made it to the finals yet. I think this was like the first I've made it so far. <laughs> the final four of one side. <laughs> I would it's called not the have Elite thought. Eight, James. Uh, I wouldn't have thought it would have been that song, but yeah. Cool. It's a dope track, you know? Dope it track, is. dog. She's got other great stuff. Check it Not out. Really. I'll, I'll <laughs> send you guys some links. But don't take my word for it. 
Oh, my. Do, do, do. Okay, <laughs> next, next week we're doing uh, 32 <laughs> Taylor Swift songs. Come ready. It's impossible. Now, Nick, there aren't 32 good Taylor Swift songs. Listen to. Either of you listen to the album this album. The what? First Captain album earlier this week. Oh, no. yeah, I saw that. I have not listened to it. What, what are you guys doing with your lives? Come on. Uh, I, I was I was up at midnight watching the premiere. I clean shit out of diapers and food off of dishes. That's what I do with my life. <laughs> and then it's you hang out with your kid. kid. Yeah. It's a switcheroo. Whoa. I'm going to put some shit on these plates and put some food in this <laughs> It's all the same, right? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Amazing. Uh, good times. All right. Yeah. What are, we, what are we doing next, guys? Any ideas? <clears throat> I'd love to do that apocalypse idea. Where we're, who's, whose idea was it, like, in terms of how many people we would have? Is like you just pick a crew of people Not or us more. Like, okay, so we're picking our favorites then. Like, no, <laughs> 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 uh, I love you guys. Uh, that, that was a softball pitch. Do you want to open yeah. it up? Like, because I was that's another thing I was thinking is like, you just open up like full, open like anybody, anything fictional, historical. Um, what about like? Does anybody want to do real people? I'm not saying I do or don't, but like, could you pick Ron Swanson, no The way. Rock, or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, well, that's what I was thinking. Well, going with like what you're saying with the creativity idea, I think it would be awesome if there's like no parameters at all. You could pick any anybody, fiction, nonfiction, alive, dead, whatever. Like, there are no limits on who so, you like, pick. So, what right. do you guys think? Um, I'm, I'm good with whatever. I, was, I wasn't listening, so. If anybody else like me, we got a lot of, like, holiday shit in the yeah. between now and then. So we can, um, kind of hash this out on text if you want. Yeah, we can do that, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, like, shut up by any means. I'm just saying, like... No, I, I get it. I'll shut up. I'll, I'll shut It'll up. take... My some, ideas are bad. Some, some <laughs> yeah, I mean, your, your ideas are awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, at some point, I'll just realize that, you know, you know, and accept the shit that I am, and be quiet, right? <laughs> We've been <Totally>. open. <laughs> We've been trying. That's why we invited you on this podcast. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, so, <laughs> Mount for the reasons why Bill should shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that could be a mini-episode. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, cool. Josh, how you holding up, dude? I'm, I'm tired. All yeah. right. He's over there crying in a corner. I just want to go to sleep, man. <laughs> That's how I am. Oh, Why won't Bill stop talking? <laughs> the world screams that in misery. Why won't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> All right. So, can we record an ending for our episode yeah. really quick? Yeah. Right, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Wait, we're still recording? Yeah. Yeah. Next time, we're going to talk about the apocalypse. This is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Apoc- 
right, yeah. We will see you next time. Death Taxes Randy Savage. Boom. Woo. Thank you, Nick. <sighs> awesome. Yada, yada, yada.